Good morning, dear friends. So glad to see you. Good morning, dear friends. So glad to see you. Good morning, dear friends. So glad to see you. Good morning, and welcome to Storytime in the Schoolhouse. I'm Miss Becca. Today is Purple Day. It's Monday, which means we have a new week together in the schoolhouse. We get to learn new verses to our songs and our poems and our finger plays and we'll hear a new story together. My Storytime members will also get to come with me on a field trip this week. Friends, I look forward to the time we have together. Let's get started with our circle time. Good morning, dear earth. Good morning, dear sun. Good morning, dear stones and flowers, everyone. Good morning, dear animals and birds in the trees. Good morning to you and good morning to me. I'm the wind, I breeze and blow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen, listen, how I whisper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the trees, listen to me. As the wind moves through the trees, it sings a song and reminds the trees that it's time to let the leaves fall to the ground. Come little leaves, said the wind one day, come over the meadow with me to play. Put on your dresses of red and gold. The summer is gone and the days grow cold. Grow cold, grow cold. As soon as the leaves heard the wind's loud call, down they came a tumbling one and all. Over the fields they danced and they flew, singing the soft little songs they knew, they knew, they knew. A dancing and a twirling, the little leaves went. Winter had called them and they were content. Soon fast asleep in their earthy beds. The snow laid a coverlet over their heads, their heads, their Sometimes where I live, the snow arrives before we have even harvested the last of the pumpkins from the garden. And other times, we don't have snow all winter long. We just never know where I live. 
For some of you, you have snow already and it will last well into the spring. And for others of you who live in warmer places like Florida or Alabama in the United States, it's so warm there that you won't see any snow all winter long, will you? Our earth is a beautiful place and we all get to experience different things depending on where we live. I'm a pumpkin, big, orange, and round. I have a long vine rooted in the ground. When autumn wind whirls and blows and Jack Frost nips our nose, the children come and pick me up and take me home and with a cup scoop out all my seeds inside and carve a funny face with pride. I am their jack-o'-lantern bright. I shine with a fiery candlelight. Rilla and Billa found two pumpkins up on a hill so high. They wanted to take them home to carve them by and by. But how, they wondered, would they get two pumpkins from up on a hill so high all the way down to their home to carve them by and by? Billa, said Rilla, I have an idea. I know just what to do. We'll push and push until they roll, and roll is what they'll do. Rilla, said Billa, this is a good idea. You know just what to do. We'll push and push until they roll, and roll is what they'll do. So Rilla and Billa Push the pumpkins with a heave-ho, heave-ho, ho-do. They push and push the big orange pumpkins with a heave-ho, heave-ho, ho-do. Then, one at a time, the pumpkins roll and roll is what they do. Roll-a, 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 roll-a. Rolla dola do. The big round orange pumpkins. Rolla dola do. Rilla and Billa look on and on. But where have the pumpkins gone? So Rilla and Billa roll up tight and round. And like the pumpkins, they get ready to roll down. And roll is what they'll do. Roll-a, 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 do-la, do. Rilla and Billa, like the pumpkins, roll-a, do-la, do. <laughs> Next week, we'll learn the last part. We'll see what happens when Rilla and Billa roll down to the bottom of that hill. Friends, today is Purple Day. It's Mindful Monday, which means that today we get to practice our mindful breathing exercise. This month, we're learning dragon breathing. And when we do this, we breathe in deep through our nose, then breathe out our mouth sounding like a dragon. When you do that, put your hand 
right in front of your mouth and see if you can feel your fiery warm breath. I bet if you make a loud enough dragon sound, if you blow hard enough, you'll be able to feel that fiery breath. Let's try it together. Breathe in through your nose. Hold it. Now breathe out. Let's try that again. Breathe in deep through your nose, filling your belly. One more time. In through your nose. Out your mouth. That one's one of our sillier breathing exercises, but I still like it. It can help you to calm down if you ever need it. I hear my neighbor up in his little airplane. I wonder if while he is flying his airplane, if he ever feels nervous. I bet he does, and I bet he has to take some deep breaths. He might not do dragon breathing, but I bet he has a kind of deep breathing that he does. I find it can be helpful when we're doing things that can sometimes be scary, maybe like driving a plane way up high in the sky, sometimes even driving a car around town. I need to take deep breaths, especially when there's a lot of traffic. <laughs> All right, friends. Let's close our circle and hear our story. I see the sun and the sun sees me. I see the moon and the moon sees me. I see the stars and the stars see me. I see all of you and you all see me. Friends, our circle is complete. Now it's time for us to enjoy a story together. Pious bright, shining bright, share with us your golden light. Oftentimes during our story times, we hear stories about children who live out in the country, on farms, places like that. But this week, we are going to hear a story about an old woman and also some of her friends who live in a very busy city. Recently, I got to go and visit the city of Chicago in the United States. Chicago is one of the biggest cities in our country. And I live way out in the country in a very small town. So going to a big city is a different experience for me. It was a lot of fun though. I got to stay in a house in a neighborhood that was right by the downtown. We got to ride the subway into town and visited museums, we ate at yummy restaurants, we did a lot of walking around and looking at beautiful and new things. It was a lot of fun. All right, friends, this week we are going to hear the story of a woman whose name is Grandmother Pumpkin, and she lives in the city block next to a big city. Story fairies, come and bring stories clear and true. Story fairies come and bring stories to our story ring. Grandmother Pumpkin lives on the corner of a busy city block. Here in the heart of the city, the whole street is lined with houses. 
and the houses are so close together they're almost touching. In the front of every house there is a porch, and then at the bottom of the porch there's a little square piece of grass, and beyond that the sidewalk. The sidewalk stretches up and down the road on both sides of the street. And the sidewalk is a pretty busy place. Seems like there's always people walking this way and that way. Some of them are walking alone. Some are walking with small children. Some are running a by with headphones on their ears out for their morning run. Others are walking by very slowly, enjoying everything as they go. It's where one street crosses another. There on the corner is where Grandmother Pumpkin lives. Her yard is a little bit bigger than everyone else's. And she got the name Grandmother Pumpkin because each year in that yard, she grows enough pumpkins that she gives one to every child in the neighborhood. Sometimes she's growing so many pumpkins that they're spilling over into the sidewalk. Well, on this particular morning, it is beautiful out and Grandmother Pumpkin is in her yard, stooped over, looking at the ground, walking this way and that. Then she grabs a broom and starts sweeping the fallen leaves and mumbling to herself. A few minutes later, Clara, who lives just down the block, comes rolling by in her wheelchair. She's out enjoying the morning just like Grandmother Pumpkin. As she goes past Grandmother Pumpkin's house, she notices her bent down, looking at the ground, and she hears her say, Oh my, oh my, oh my, where could they be? I know they must be here somewhere. Clara stops and says, Grandmother Pumpkin, are you looking for something? Did you lose something? Grandmother Ivy stops sweeping and looks up at Clara and says, Yes. The pumpkin seeds. I know they are here somewhere, but I can't seem to find them. It seems every year that I get older, my memory doesn't quite work as well, and I can't remember where I put the pumpkin seeds. You see, it's time for me to gather them up and to bring them inside before Jack Frost freezes them all. Well, says Clara, don't you worry. I will help you look for them. And then... Clara notices on the stump there next to her that Grandmother Pumpkin's basket is sitting. Now this basket is huge and Grandmother Pumpkin takes it with her everywhere and it seems to be full of all kinds of things. Clara wonders if maybe Grandmother Pumpkin put the seeds in there and forgot about it. Grandmother Pumpkin, she says, what about your basket? May I look inside of it? Oh yes, my dear, thank you, says Grandmother Pumpkin. And then she goes back to sweeping the fallen leaves. Clara takes the basket and puts it on her lap and she looks through it, looking through everything, but there are no pumpkin seeds. I'm sorry, Grandmother Pumpkin, says Clara as she puts the basket back. No pumpkin seeds in there. And then she looks at Grandmother Pumpkin as she's sweeping there in her long skirt. She says, Grandmother Pumpkin, do you think maybe you put the pumpkin seeds into your pockets and forgot? Oh, that's an idea, says Grandmother Pumpkin. She reaches into her pockets, feeling all around, and then she pulls them out, inside out, no pumpkin seeds. Hmm, 
thinks Clara. Then Clara decides to go down the sidewalk and around the corner, hoping to find the pumpkin seeds, thinking maybe Grandmother Pumpkin dropped them or spilled them out of her basket and didn't realize it. Clara goes down the sidewalk, looking along the edge for the shiny little pumpkin seeds, until the wheel of her wheelchair hits the edge of a pumpkin. Grandmother Pumpkin, she says, I can't get down the sidewalk because one of your pumpkins is growing right in the way. Oh, my dear, I'm so sorry, says Grandmother Pumpkin, who comes as quickly as she is able to to move the pumpkin out of the way. She picks it up, and as she's setting it down, she starts to laugh. Oh, my, oh, me, oh, my, she says, I am so silly. What is it, Grandmother Pumpkin? asks Clara. Well, my child, I remember where I put the pumpkin seeds. They are hiding inside all of the pumpkins. You see, each year I plant the pumpkin seeds, then they grow into pumpkins, and the pumpkins hold the pumpkin seeds for me, and then I take them out and save them for another year. Grandmother Pumpkin then looks around at all of the pumpkins, and she thinks, Oh, my dear, there's no way I'm going to be able to carve all of these pumpkins before Jack Frost comes. I'm already so tired. Then Grandmother Pumpkin sits down right there, leaning against the tree stump. Grandmother Pumpkin, says Clara, don't you worry. You rest. I have an idea. This year, when the children come to collect their pumpkins, let's tell them about the pumpkin seeds inside and ask them to save some seeds and bring them here to you and to save some seeds for themselves too. Grandmother Pumpkin thought this was a lovely idea. And so that is what they did. They sat together that year and passed out the pumpkins to all the children in the neighborhood. And Grandmother Pumpkin told them a few things while they were there. She told them there are pumpkin seeds inside these pumpkins. Save them and please Bring some to me. It'll give you a reason to come and visit me when the nights are long and the days are short. And save some of those seeds yourself. And when spring comes again, put them in the ground. And next year, you could have a pumpkin patch all of your own. And friends, all was well in the world. Thank you, Fire Fatties, for giving us your light. That was the story, Grandmother Pumpkin. I hope you enjoyed it. Friends, it's been so wonderful to be out here with you in the schoolhouse this morning. We got to sing some songs, do a finger play, do some deep breathing, and then listen to a story. You are the best part of story time. Thank you for being here. Friends, know that you are loved.